Hello and welcome to the final episode of Pals Pulls for 2022. Okay. Oh, don't, yeah, don't don't get too crazy I'm now. Scared. Yeah, Life come on. Would, be, would cease to have meaning. Yes, without Pals Pulls, what do you have? What would I read? Um, what would you read? Yes, that's a great question. Uh cuz Lord knows we only read what we read for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh the gang's all here to close out the year. We got Kale what are dogs? We got Tyler. Um, I can go for hot dog. Damn, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Oh, Sean. Sean got the bisexual lighting. That's true. Yeah. Sexual lighting. <laughs> Who said that? Bisexual. Let's clarify. Oh, interesting. I always have bisexual <laughs> lighting in my bedroom. So. That's that's interesting. Um, and uh, Marco's here. What's up? Yeah, and uh, so am I. And I'm I'm excited to talk about this week's crop of books. Uh, say hello, by the way, as you join us in chat. Love to hear from you guys. We've got Timeless number one, as you all Miss can Minutes see. Huh. I'm holding up the Miss Minutes variant. Uh, Whoa, that's cool. By Todd Nock. I just, I just, I was like, you know what? Yeah, it's Miss Minutes. I buy. That's all. That's good fun. Man. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Man. Uh, we got Nice House on the Lake, book 12. The hmm. finale. The finale. The finale. Uh, hmm. Sandman Universe Dead Boy Detectives, number one. I went with Ooh. the creepiest variant. Ooh. Oh, possible. that's yeah. sick. That's that looks like me before one. I started taking Accutane in high school. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? I had, that real, really I had real bad back knees as, as, as a kid. So. <laughs> Looking like and, I, mean, I was taking steroids without any of the benefits. <laughs> but all the downsides. Yeah, all the downside. All of them, trust me. Oh, yeah. Um, and the <laughs> listener pick thrice, three times, Action Comics. We are reading Ooh. number 1050. That's a good cover. Wait, put that one back up? Oh, yeah. That's an Alex Ross variant. I think now, so. Now, listen. Are they tired of I, doing the whole Action Comics one homage? Like, no, it's of good, dude. It's good. I almost bought the holographic cover variant. You're an idiot. I almost did it. I'm an idiot for not buying it. Yeah. yeah. Send the money. How much? How much was it? Uh, I think it was eight bucks, nine bucks. Oh, oh just ask Bean. Bean's got it. Yeah. Right. I spot you. Um, yeah. So those are the books we're going to be reviewing today. Before we get to that, I do want to first make an announcement. Uh, So for the show, the main show this Saturday, which you can catch live at 1015 a.m. Eastern on Twitch and YouTube, uh, we will be doing our predictions. So the Mm. predictions for 2023, we will be talking about the winners and losers of 2022's prediction game. And... We'll be doing the Pallies. The 2022 Pallies are doing it all in one shot. So come hang out. It's going to be super fun. Trust me. I hope I win. I could use a win this year. Come on. Let's end it, in, let's end it with a W. Let's go. Listen, you know, you want to know what? I've already done the math. So I know who won. Okay. And mm. I am guaranteeing a shock. It's going to be me, baby. Marco. It's going to be yeah, me. It's Marco. I'm guaranteeing a shock. Okay. The audience can always tell when we haven't talked about something because when Sean says 
I have an announcement to make. All three of our well, we had talked about this. We just yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't uh, talk about announcing it here right now, but um, yeah. So that's gonna be a blast. I I I promise. That's a pal's promise. Come hang out for that. Um, there might even be a uh, a listener participation section. Ooh. Yes. Wow. So. New game. New stuff. Yes. Big plans. Yeah. It's always it's always exciting when the guy who uh, does the production behind the scenes is uh, surprised about these things. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry. You'll be okay. I don't. I never worry. It will be fine. Yeah. We just we fix it 15 minutes beforehand, like we usually do. There we go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Everything is on. Got 15 minutes. It's okay. Yeah, we're good. Uh, so yeah, come hang out with us for that. Don't miss this show live though in the new year, 6 p.m. Eastern every single Thursday. Patreon.com slash the comics pals is the absolute best way to support us. Three dollars a month gets you access to our Patreon page and our newsletter. Um, and varying tiers give you cooler stuff like our Patreon exclusive show, Palling Around, exclusive except for this month where we did make um the best non-comics of 2022 patreon episode available to you all um absolutely free so give that a listen as a sampler check out our patreon page uh, and let us know what you think um join our discord server come hang out with us over there our next book club is official it's in stone uh as it were because we recorded the episode we're doing house and powers of x Let's go. Yes. So uh, mark your calendars for uh, January 3rd, where we will be putting that out. Um, that should be that should be fun. Our wow. our our last take on the House and Powers series. What a way to start the year. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Big time. Uh, let's let's jump into the reviews. Let's get this started. We'll start with Timeless. Number one. This is uh, Rising Star, certainly, I think it's fair to say. Jed McKay yeah. uh, with art by Greg Land, uh, Jay Liston, uh, Pat Zercher, and Salvador LaRocco. What a team. What a team. Colors by Frank Diamarda and uh, letters by Ariana Mayer. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Look, much, much like... Uh, 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 Kang himself. Um, the question of where uh, is big here? Because where do we begin with this team, Sean? <laughs> we begin with the team, I think, by talking about how good Jed McKay is right now. I'll give you that. Yeah. 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 This is, look, I, Jed McKay is a name that's not new to me. But a name that I always associated as like this is the one that they grabbed for like the fill-in book or you know the this or that didn't really seem to have much going on that was interesting for me doing the black cat Mary Jane stuff don't care about that but over the last year Jed McKay's done some solid stuff the stuff with Strange Strong Jay's been great uh, and then this now this is this Moon Knight. I thought Moon Knight this was yeah, yeah I thought this was quite good. Actually, yeah. I was very surprised at how much I enjoyed this. Yeah, I, um, I'm with you. Actually, I liked the way this was written. Excuse my words here. <laughs> I think this was my pick of the week. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. I think 2022, so. Twenty-two. You picked a Greg Land book as your pick of the week. 
I might have. I'm not. I, I'm not. The jury's still out, but Whoa. I really, really like this. Yo, and and maybe I'm biased because now. I, I am a big fan of Kang. I really, really, really have always enjoyed Kang. So, um, that could be a factor. But I think it's mine. I think it's mine. I'm comfortable saying that. It's what? My pick of the week. There you go. I'm not crazy. Wow. I thought this was strong as hell. Yeah. Bonkers. He, uh, he's been doing a great job, and I've been uh, to the point where I'm comfortable picking up a book of his by name alone. Yep. Creative Team <clears> Dependent, <throat> and that's pretty big for for one of the big two just in general. And uh, yeah, this was... Uh, this is superhero shit, like a little more over the top and goofy, I think. I wasn't as into it, but the the potential of McKay and like what he what he does from a pacing standpoint, like it it, it has good beats. It's it's fun. Not my cup of tea. Interesting. I think for me, it's a it's a pretty normal story guy with big powers goes out to find a certain thing and gets stopped by other people but i think the the difference here is one that your 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 protagonist is kang whom we don't like you know we're not asked to like him we're not asked to you know he's he's an asshole he's kang um a villain but he's set upon by you know, this alien King Arthur team or whatever, this alien Knights of the Round Table. Yeah. And new, new creation for this book, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Had to be. New, new creation for this purpose. Like, yeah. You know, to face Kang right here. And each one has their own weird thing. Um, and it's a it's a spin on, you know, the legends and made made new for this um i i just i really enjoyed every little every little twist that uh mckay put it in this to me i was getting a lot of uh hickman avengers vibes from this like new team of like space they're described as heroes but they're villains for our protagonists from from our pov right does that make sense antagonists Yeah. yeah yeah Um, yeah, I thought that was, that was a lot of fun. I think he, had, McKay has a great voice for Kang. Um, I like how this book is supposed to be that, you know, uh, you know, that, uh, the appetizer sampler for the Marvel universe going forward, but it is not shoving it down your throat. It doesn't even mention it in the text of the book. Um, it's more like Easter eggs throughout it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I'm just not a... I'm just not a Greg Land guy. All right. Hold on. Because I have to I have to say I I'm not saying that I love Greg Land or anything like that. I'm not the biggest Greg Land mark on earth. But I really don't see what the problem was in this book from an art standpoint. I thought every bit of this looked good. The Greg Land in this book was the best Greg Land I've ever seen. Yeah. Well Greg Land work, does his best work when he doesn't have to draw very human 
environments or looking characters uh when he can just do stuff where you don't really notice the reference that he's you know photo referencing i think that's mm. what works best there was one great greg land face i saw and it's when he uh i think it's when he's first fighting merlin or whoever it is mm. there's a, a kang has a yeah yeah face for sure, but I th- I think by and large, this looked really really good, and I think the 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 colors are doing a lot of lifting mm-hmm. here as well. Yes. But boy oh boy, let me just man, you go to any page like just look at this like how cool is all that stuff right? Like, um, you got uh, you got the the sword fight there, Kang getting touched by the the weird like knockoff Vision guy. <laughs> that 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 was pretty cool. Um, I really liked it when Kang stabbed this guy with the uh, with the uh, the sword of the Black Knight. Um, that was pretty cool. What? So in my head, I always put Laroca, Patrick Zercher, and Greg Land in the same kind of bucket in terms of art mm-hmm. style. Um, reading this made me realize how accurate that is because I couldn't tell you where one and like began yeah. and ended. Yeah, you could, you could tell me LaRocca did one page or all of the pages, and I'd be like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> but I, that's good, I guess, from an art consistency standpoint. Sure. In that case, because yeah. I didn't, I didn't feel that. I, I didn't, I didn't necessarily feel the the difference, and that helped the story and the narrative. You, helps you get to that next section. Yeah, I agree. Um, so the one negative I I kind of had with this was. Just the fact that they kept peppering in those little like images of what is going to be happening in the future. Um, mm. It's not that I don't want that. I specifically knew that we would be seeing, yeah. you know, teases of the future in this book. That's why it exists. Mm. And the narrative here is, I mean, Kang trying to find this missing moment. That is going to be the through line of Marvel for the next year. Um, and, they tell us it's going to continue in Avengers and all that. That's fine. But like showing us images that have nothing to do with anything else of characters and positions that either don't ring any bells at all in terms of like, wow, that's something really wild. Mm. Or it's just an image with absolutely no context that really doesn't elicit any emotion. It's almost like this didn't need that. It's interesting that you brought that up because I I viewed it as just I didn't even view it as stuff that would be coming up in continuity within like the publishing schedule or the publishing line. I thought this was just, oh yeah, we're just taking random moments from history or random moments from uh, whatever. We can envision something. So to that effect, um, if that was the communication, what was supposed to be communicated, I don't think it was done well because I didn't realize it, because I'm always up on like solicits and stuff, like we got, I could pretty much point out each announcement. <laughs> like it's not even that far forward either. It's like to April, you'll yeah. get to all these things. And that's also very annoying is that some of it is just like, okay, wow, yeah, Luke Cage is the mayor. That's <laughs> yeah, already a thing now. Yeah, right. Like yeah. what the heck? Namor and Black Panther teaming up? Yeah, that's been in the solicits. We know about that. That is actively <laughs> happening in Avengers for the past year. Like <laughs> right. Um the 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 Animal Avengers having a squad. Wow, does that not happen every year? I just I could have done without all that. <laughs> the, the most um 
like usually this kind of stuff gets me hyped. I'm like, oh wait, what what's happening? Oh, that's exciting. Right. The most the biggest pop I had in this out of all those teasers was, oh, Lucky got an eye patch. <laughs> like, oh, all right, cool. I guess he has sort of a costume now. There we go. And they showed the belt, the seven 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 belt, which is clearly jackpot. Yeah. But we already know that yeah. Mary Jane's gonna be jackpot. Yeah. Well, that must have been Jed McKay being like, I need to pepper in my own thing here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Promo so, my own book. What's yeah. so big is the thing. Like that's a, a that that took a huge place in the in that page. And it already happened. Yeah. Yeah. But that aside, I really thought this was awesome. Um, I liked seeing Kang forced to think through situations, how to beat these people uh, individually, Mm. how to outsmart them, how to outsmart their design. I thought that that was really, really um, interesting because we know that Kang can pull a weapon out of anywhere. He's got future tech and all that stuff, but that's not what makes Kang dangerous. What makes Kang dangerous is his indomitable will and his wit and his ability to dismantle entire armies the geniuses of history because he has a superior intellect that's what i want to see and jen mckay literally nailed it mm-hmm. yeah it was really good to sit in kang's shoes those slutty thigh highs for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> i got a question mm. what what what's the physics on kang's mask so oh i didn't at, like that at one point he just like Power Rangers it and like it like I don't I'm, maybe the reference is wrong here but like it just like forms on him like digitally and then there's yeah. another scene where he pulls it off like a sock like what what are we doing here which is it I really didn't like that I didn't yeah. like seeing him take his clothes off at all um, I thought that was weird like why would you just take your clothes off um, he does it a lot to fight yeah it's a very Kang thing yeah, it's the Ra's uh, al Ghul style leave that mm-hmm. in the past mm-hmm. um and yeah, the mask thing was weird too. I actually was like, "Oh wait, are they retconning him black before he took it off?" Because I felt like the face that he has in the first few pages before he takes the mask off, I was like, "Oh, that reminds me of um, Jonathan Majors a little bit." Yeah. But then once he takes the mask off, he's just a straight up white dude. I was like, "Oh, all right." He's just another Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah. But like, really though, does this face that I'm this this panel there does that look? Like this guy, like this. So just keep that in your mind. Like, does that look like this guy? No, because it's no. different to, people. To me, no. Yeah. Tony Stark and the others came. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Man, t- typical I to hide it. the black guy behind a blue skin, huh? When you don't want to make it. <laughs> and then just make him white when you take it off. <laughs> <laughs> Have your cake and eat it too, Marvel. Yeah. Is uh, do we think Jed McKay is taking over Avengers? Ooh. I, 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 at this point, I, I can see be it against it. Yeah, I'm down for that. You, sorry, you are against it. I wouldn't be against it. Oh yeah, yeah. that would that would get me to pick Avengers up and be excited about it. Same. I think I've kind of like messed it up for myself because I'm so I so want to see Donny Cates take over Avengers. <laughs> that I can't really accept any other answer. Like, unless you tell me, like, Hickman, I want to see Cates and Capullo on Avengers. That's what I want. Oh, so. Capullo. 
Kate's Kate's is in too much uh, legal trouble at the moment. So, well, <laughs> that's for the Saturday. Pretty only one percent of it, but we'll you know, we'll see. Pull this. I think Definitely. this is awesome. Definitely. Yeah, if you want a flavor for what's coming up, even in the MCO, I think that's uh, a definite pull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I say pull just because Kang has one of the best costumes in comics history. Um, so anytime I see Kang anywhere, uh, pull it. There you that pull it Lego head. That Lego headed motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do they have a Kang Lego? Like a, a Kang yeah, you know they do. Do they have more? Oh, yeah, yeah. So next up is the Nice House on the Lake, book 12. 12 of 12, allegedly. Uh, (laughs) Before I even say the creative team, and this is not to disgrace them or denigrate them, I need to complain because (laughs) and and it has nothing to do with the creative team. So I'm holding in my hands, of course, an issue, a physical copy of Nice House on the Lake number 12. Holding it savagely as well. That should give you a clue as to what I'm about to talk about. (laughs) They, I don't know if this was like a screw you to Tinian or what, but they changed the paper stock from issue to issue. And this doesn't feel good at all to hold. Like I'm used to... When I get nice house, it feels a certain way and it doesn't feel the way it normally feels. And I feel like even the interior colors are dulled all the way out (laughs) by this paper stock. And I've complained about this since DC made this change across the board. And people have said to me, even in our comments, oh, that is what are you talking about? Look at this. Like, I I love the book. I think Jordi Valera's colors are phenomenal. They don't look good on the page. You guys see what I'm saying? That's for sure. Right? I'm not crazy. They're no, completely like a, dull. It's like a bright orange digitally, at least in Comixology's version. Yeah. 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 And so, when you held up the cover, it looked like, you know when you hit, when you, you accidentally buy shitty, shitty wrapping paper? You know? Oh. Uh, it feels like that. Like, I don't know if you guys can tell the difference from a visual standpoint, me holding up two different DC books. Yeah. But this one, the, the, the Dead Boy Detectives, feels how Nice House used to feel. And it looks how nice house used to look. Vibrant colors, nice stock. Nice house looks like they printed it on the, the paper I used to take a shit with. <laughs> when like I cleaned thick, up. It's like a thicker cover on the Deb on Deb Boys. Yeah. Yeah. That Absolutely. Gloss. Mm. Damn. Absolutely. Uh that aside, let's talk about the quality and the creative team, which is did not diminish. Uh James Tinian, uh Alvaro Martinez Bueno, Jordi Belair. Um so this is the end. Oh, and and world design, by the way, this is the end. We all said it. There's no way that this book can resolve in issue twelve. No Too way. Too much going on. Yeah. And I think Tinian did an admirable job of closing out these twelve issues, but I'm not. I fully loved the way that this all played out. I think part of it is because I was sold on this being a certain length. Um, and I was looking forward and wrap the story, tell the story and be done with it. The idea that there's going to be more 
down the road based on the, the way this is teased. Um, I'm just like, I don't know if I care about the more. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if this issue did enough to make me go, yeah, I need to see what's going to happen after this. I'm, I'm kind of in that. I'm kind of with you. I kind of there's there's an out here in it for it to be f- like a finale, like right before you know you get to like the the epilogue or whatever. Um, I kind of wished it would have just ended there. It would have felt like a really good Twilight Zone episode, you know? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or like you you get to you don't you know it's it it the end is the end of the story is here, but you know this world kind of lives on with the repercussions of what happened. Um, there's like a moral dilemma too. Um, yeah, I didn't really care much for it when it was revealed, like, end of cycle one, and, like, there might be more of these houses or whatever out there. I was like, uh, all right. More people we can't tell the difference between. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that was an interesting... That was interesting to help fill the world out, uh, considering we've been living in such a small and very, like, quarantine space. But for... For that to be the end reveal, yeah, I think that it, you could have just left it there. I, I don't, because of the length, because of my expectation, and I, you know, I'm like, oh, cool, this is gonna be a great maxi series. We're gonna have this as a trade. This is a graphic novel, whatever. Um, that's all I wanted, and now I'm not getting that, and I'm disappointed that I'm not getting that because, uh, I had this finale set up in my mind, and I was waiting at the edge of my seat for it and it felt like like he kind of half-assed it because there's more now now i have to sit through the rest to get the real finale i didn't completely understand what was happening i felt like they were explaining it over and over and over again and i just couldn't i had to read issue 11 uh, as well as this, but I just like, like I couldn't quite grasp what they were trying to put down. Okay, so let's let's talk about that. So this issue follows up on the aftermath of of issue eleven. I'm not gonna try to remember the characters' names. I'm sorry, that's just been a, <laughs> a huge problem with this yep. series for me. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. her name's Naya. She was killed. Yeah. R- she uh, was shot. Yeah, Naya was Ryan. No. She no, wasn't. Ryan. Ryan's the one with the blue hair. <laughs> oh yeah, you know yeah. we bury we bury Naya. Yes, Naya. Yeah. So <laughs> Naya was shot. These characters believed up until this point that they they were impervious to harm, right? Because they were. But right. then the settings were changed from the inside, and now they're not impervious, and that coincided with, you know, Naya being shot. So now she's dead, and these characters are all pissed. And uh, Walter, who is the alien who's been living as a human. Is explaining to Nora, I nope, think. Ryan. Yes, yep. Ryan? The, the yellow coat is Ryan. I thought it was Nora. Nora's no, the, Nora the, the other writer. Glasses. Nora was inside speaking to Walter, was she not? No, that was Ryan. Oh. It was Ryan? Okay, fine. So Ryan is being told, you know, <laughs> what is all going on here for real? And we learned that. You know, this is just one of of potentially several um, isolations that are happening within Earth as Walter's alien race destroys the Earth. Uh, They want to keep a certain amount of humans alive 
to be able to learn about the culture and all that stuff as they take they strip the planet of its culture and data for the future. It reminds me a lot of what happens in um in Powers of Ten with the Technarchy and the oh, and yeah. the, the Phalanx and all that stuff. So then Walter's like, hey, if you guys want to kill me, like there's several options. One of them is you can kill me and continue to live here, and my race probably won't even notice that I'm gone for a hundred years. And when they do, they might not even care. And that's the option they go with. So they decide to kill Walter. But it turns out that Nora and Walter had a secret agreement where they would both pretend that Walter was dead, right? but he's really not. And Nora will keep that secret because if, if they believe or know that Walter's not alive, then they'll never be able to stop being obsessed with the idea that he did this to them and yada 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 if they can't close that chapter they can't move forward to decide that they want to live and to fight to live fade to black that's what you needed i completely agree i don't think that in them encountering an alien species or anything like that is very interesting yeah i i, I don't care for what ha- would happen after that like the the results of that Feel in- inconsequential for this story now, right? And I and I love the idea of this as like a Twilight Zone episode, or even like you could say like Black Mirror, something, some kind of dark sci-fi anthology series like that, where it would just be you'd be left with questions, and that's it, and yeah. you are not gonna know the answers. But that's what makes it live in your brain, kind of. And whereas this is like. But okay, you left us with that cliffhanger, but then it's just gonna come back and answer the questions. So whatever. It's like um uh in like Star Wars where it went from being this like mystical element to like the science and you start to explain the science, and I assume they're gonna start to explain the aliens and explain yeah. different things. And at that point, you take away the mystery, and that's part of the allure of this book was we're going into this blind. We're going to this trying to figure it out alongside. But now that you're going to give us the the reasons why, you're going to give us like how it all works. And to some to some degree, the uh, the like the controls that they have inside do some of that. But it was contained in context. Now we're just going to get it because, well, Tinian decides we should know about this thing. Yeah, and and I also. I don't know. I also feel like if this had been the the real last issue, like let's say Tinian never gets to this, because I kind of, I was going to ask you guys, I don't know that he's ever going to actually get to this. I don't know. Um, or at least not for some time. But let's say he doesn't. Mm-hmm. What the hell was the point of all the buildup of mysteries? Mm-hmm. Like it didn't go anywhere. It didn't amount to anything, really. What was revealed through all of their movements and all the weird stuff by the end. Nothing. I don't know if anything was revealed as much as like, oh, they took control. It was it was the controlled, the people in the cage sort of escaping the cage, you know? It's a smaller story than that, even though it's teased as being this huge story, you know? Well, and I feel like, I feel like this was supposed to be like a character piece but we never were able to figure out who the characters were. Yeah. <laughs> we named them. Like we we yeah, we just 
had a disagreement over three different characters who, you know, are all even like those are the characters that are visually different and we couldn't figure out who they were. So like the the like what what character was built here, you know, Walter to a degree, Nora, I guess. Those are the only two characters whose names I can 100 percent tell you and point to who they are. Yeah. Nora yeah. and Walter. So, yeah, I mean, it just seems like more of archetypes rather than actual character work. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's disappointing because this I to me, the closest comparison is lost. I've said that several times when you compare it to Lost, Think about how much work everyone did to make those characters memorable and recognizable from the word go. They're archetypes. You have yep. a doctor, a philosopher, a prisoner, a, you know, all these different things. But by the Nine end, the they're, yeah, <laughs> they're not what you what you initially think them to are at the same time, because the soul of the characters were filled in through the rest of the story. This was simultaneously too long and too short. It's going to continue on and it's not going to help the problem we just laid out. But if it didn't then it was too short to make me care about these characters because there was too much plot stuff and mystery stuff going on to really settle in and dig with these people. Mm -hmm. And by the way, all that stuff didn't really go anywhere. I would have preferred to learn about these people and cut the cast down in half. Yeah. 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 Cause a, a lot of these don't even become players. They're when... not. Yeah. They're, they're just there. Yeah. Like, one of them dies and a, I didn't remember who it was like in my head. I'm like, which one was that? Which one was that? Um, and I felt nothing from it. You know, it wasn't Dude. until the end of the book when they showed all the characters again on like the back page or whatever. I was like, oh, there's a name. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess that was a person in the book. Like she was the doctor, the only doctor in this group that has to live together. Like there's stuff there. Mm -hmm. Well, they could uh, just order some band aids now. Uh, true, I guess. Uh, honestly, I was a bit disappointed in the finale, not in the series, because I had fun throughout the experience all the way through, and for that I'm grateful. But uh, if there's another, like I'm comfortable ending it here for me. Mm. I'm probably gonna check out the whenever like number thirteen out of like morbid curiosity to see like what what it is and what what it can do to potentially want to bring me back into this. But if there's a a delay. And I'm supposed to remember who the fuck these people are. Forget That's about it, dude. That will no be the that will be the worst thing that they do to this title is put a delay on this. No uh, way. Because like the the gap we had between you know volume one and two here was awful. And that's because you read it through volume one. Like, like you would have had the most context to understand who whose people's name were because you had that frequent repetition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I don't want it to seem like, and I, I'm pretty sure I speak for you guys as well. Like we just hated this issue. I didn't hate this issue. No, no. it's well done. James Tinian's script for what it is. Forget the plot and the story. Like the script itself is high quality. Yes. I really felt for Walter. I really did. And I really believed him when he talked about how much he cared about these people and wanted them to live. And that that's why he did this, that they weren't the ones that were supposed to live. They were supposed to die. But his relationship with them 
kept them alive and that he desperately wishes he could be a human, but he's not and he can't be. I connected with all that. Um, and for what it's worth, the the character moments in this particular issue are good. Um, mm. They're just hollow because I don't care about anybody. Mm. But what he tried to do, I think, was effective. I, I wonder how somebody reading this back-to-back in trade is going to feel because there was a notable difference, I think, at least within amongst this uh, podcast on like how the experience went. And I wonder if reading it through, it's more enjoyable because it's such a like it grabs you and it can keep you along the ride. And yeah, I right. wonder if that will give you that excitement to go into volume two. Let's talk about the yeah. art. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, just quickly. I got to say, after reading the finale here, I don't know if I want to spend my money on, on the second trade. Mm-hmm. And you were hot on this too. When you bought the first trade, I, I have, I have, at this point I have triple dipped. I got the, I got the issues, uh, as they came out, I got the, uh, first volume digitally, and then I got the, the physical volume. Wow. Wow, dude. I, I don't know if I want to get the, the, the next volume. Read it on the DC app. I think Alvaro Martinez Bueno, uh, really has done a, an incredible job throughout. And and Jordi Belair, they both deserve a lot of credit for how good this book has been from start to finish. I don't think they slacked in this last issue. They're mm-hmm. certainly not the issue here, or at least not my issue. Um, I, I'm, like I said, unfortunately for me, the colors are pretty dulled out, and that takes away from the art to some degree, but that's not a fault of the creators. I think the work that they did here is awesome. I love the part where um, whenever we get to see Walter like breaking down or he gets harmed or anything like that and when his when he kind of like morphs and we don't even know if that's what he looks like as an alien or like what that's supposed to be or mean but it's so creepy. Yeah. Um and unsettling. I don't I don't know if it was in this issue or or 11 but there's one where uh he's threat he might have been in 11 where he's uh he's threatening Nora he's like I could kill you right now and she's like well do it and he turns into this hurricane and just like blows up everything in the room I that was incredible What did you guys take this panel to mean the panel that shows the area of the nice house on the lake where the where the people live and then all around that being just literally black I, I picked it to be as like like this is him in whatever alien spaceship he's in and this is like his way of viewing it from a top down perspective. Um, there was that 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 drop that 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 Reg mentioned in this. He's like, I'm not even sure if we're even on Earth anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, which I thought was a, a curious thing to throw in there. I, I took it as like this is just the space that they're isolated in, and they probably have more of these like on earth and they're just not showing the outside because the outside is just blown up or destroyed or whatever so i figured this is just we're gonna showcase this this is how you can visualize the enclosure hmm. okay you know what? Um, i was at a point with this where i was just so unclear of what was <laughs> happening Nora says her last thing, you know, I remember a lot of things, but nothing that could make a difference. And it zoomed out. And I was like, okay, 
now tell me something that will help me make sense of this mm. that I just completely skipped over that panel. Um, I mean, pull it if you've been on the hook. Uh, you need you need the resolution, of course. Would I recommend this as a deluxe edition or people to go out and buy the trades who've not been on this? Just listen to our reviews. Um, it's tough. It's tough now because I really enjoyed what I read. I did. Mm. Um, but I'm not sure. I hate saying things things like this, and I know Tyler's going to get on me, but I'm not sure what the point was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm not I'm not sure what the point was. I didn't get such a such a tremendous experience and story from this that I'm like, wow, yeah, this this last issue validated it all. Um, I think yeah. mysteries are are reliant on how strong things resolve, and for me, this didn't resolve that strong. Yeah the the experience of reading the issues back to back in the, in the collection, you know, like we said, was incredible. Um, but I just like, I don't think it's going to be satisfying in the second one. I, I think even at, at risk of that, I would probably say pick it up because you're going to enjoy the story up until that point. And while it doesn't necessarily like land in the best way, I think it, it does what it can with the prospect of a future and with Tinian trying to tease that out. Uh, I think it's still worth it. Um, mm. Yeah, similar to Sean, like pull this if you've been reading, but honestly, probably trade weight. Maybe that story comes through better in a collected, in a collected format. All right, uh, let's let's move on. Let's talk about uh, Dead Boy Detectives number one. So out with uh, out with the old and with the new here. Um, I thought the Sandman universe was done. Um, Same. I guess not. I think Nightmare but, uh, is still happening too. Yeah, the Nightmare stuff is still happening. Uh, porn sack pitches show pitch it uh, Jeff Stokely on art, uh, Mikel Muerto on colors, and Hassan Atsman El Hao on letters. I don't understand how El Hao is on so many books. Yo, like, right? Like him, Clayton Cowles. Like you got, I don't get it. And he's a good ass Twitter follow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're a process, if you're in a process, man. Mm-hmm. Once I saw that that little kid talking and all of his text was like expanding throughout the bubble, like you couldn't even oh, see all yeah. of his text. I'm like, this is a song book, isn't it? And then I looked, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> when you see, like, standard comics lettering that's done by, you know, there's a lot of talented people who do it. But when you, see, <laughs> when you see that and then you, you juxtapose it with this, right, and you see that not only is this, you know, this is the first page, not only is this awesome and cool and dynamic, but as you go on, there's a lot of – or not sorry, that wasn't the first page, but there's a lot of awesome and cool um uh text balloons and, and things like that all throughout. It's so interesting and dynamic and helps to tell the story um beyond just being a way to read it. And mm. that's not easy to do, I'm sure. Um, um I 
I really enjoyed the art. Um, mm-hmm. Stokely is, I, I'm I'm a fan of his stuff. He he does a lot of just like interesting designs. He was on, um, I, I remember Alien. Six Gun Gorilla, Colin Bunn, Six Gun Gorilla. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I know him from some of his uh, like from the Spire with Size Barrier. Um, I just him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, huh. Ludocrats as well recently. It, he, he does good stuff. Uh, I'm I'm interested in his design work, and I think he carried a lot of this because some of the story for me was fine. It was a bit dull. Hmm. I was. I didn't care. I thought for this. this would be such a you book. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was goofy fun, uh, you know, like uh, it. Nothing super fancy. It's funny. I, I'm getting caught up on my back issues, and I, I just read a, a porn sax uh, silver coin issue, which was oh, phenomenal. Very good. Yeah. Um, which one was that? The COVID one. Oh, I don't know if I've uh, read that one. But uh, then I, I went right back right into this. Um, I thought it was fun. I, I for me, I think I'm the same with you, Marco. Where it was more of a visual treat for me mm-hmm. um, i really like the cartooniness of jeff stokely um and seeing the way he depicts all these different ghosts and these tie ghosts is, is porn sack tie uh i don't know he is i uh, believe so specific i'm i i'm yeah i'm not 100 percent sure but i believe so Thai american director and, and former comic book editor interesting okay yeah um I, maybe I didn't care for this. It's too harsh. It's it's. There's nothing wrong with this. Uh, I did enjoy the art quite a bit, actually. Um, not that this is the, the the style of art that I would traditionally enjoy, but it, there was a vibrancy to it that I liked, and it managed to be creepy and kind of cute, which is uh, a fun mm. dichotomy. Um, but the story, uh, I just didn't get too much out of it um i don't know if i was missing any context i don't know if these are all new characters and ideas um but i just i I don't know like it was it was all right but i didn't i like what was the what was the 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 bookend here the woman who's like chained up or or whatever like what was that did that make sense to anyone i think i think that's a new character um because Dead Boy Detectives are from like the '90s. Um, okay. The Vertigo stuff, Sandman, and related uh, books. So, at least from my from what I've read of it, uh, it looks like a new character. But they themselves have been around for a bit. The work here is very competent. It's just not my style for, from a writing standpoint. The art I liked a lot, but this is not a book that I could see myself like falling in love with. So apparently, Thessaly the the witch is a Sandman character. Oh really? Yeah, and there was also a Sandman presents Vesely Witch for Hire back in two thousand four. So, mm-hmm. game and creation here. Um, like I mean, I guess there's our Sandman connection. Um, I think the Dead Boy Detectives show up in Sandman too, if I'm right about that. Like in like an issue, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're. Yeah, um, I have not finished Sandman, so I'm not. I haven't gotten to it. Um. Yeah, they were Sandman Presents. There was a whole Sandman Presents, Dead Boy Detectives. Okay, yeah, they were all over. They were in Swamp Thing, apparently, too. But 
Yeah, it was a crossover, uh, like some sort of Vertigo event, all the yeah, Vertigo I, I, books. I have no, um, I guess, skin in the game when it comes to these characters. Like, it's not something I've read before or I've gone to. Uh, yeah, Dan says Thessaly is prominent in later Sandman stories. Like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that reading this. Um, for me, it was just like, oh, there's this witch. She's going to do something. That's fine. Um, I thought the, the book ending of that weird um, organ ghost thing, I thought that was a little more uh, exciting. Like, if yeah. that had been the true bookend. Yeah. Um, the Krasu, uh, there's a, a tremendous Thai horror film. That's just, it's gore. It's straight up. Oh, it's so good. It's, it is based on this ghost. Oh, um, okay. Uh, it, it's a, a woman during the day, but then literally her head comes off and her spine comes out and it goes out, goes around and like kills people at night. Hmm. So good. Um, I like that. It's so good. Uh, I, this to me felt like, the the actual like the scooby-doo mysteries that are like real <laughs> you know not the shitty ones that are like oh it's mr johnson in the in the mask baby <laughs> like scooby-doo on zombie island i love that movie yeah 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 um the you know the fun ones um, Cyber so, Chase? no the fun ones oh. um the uh i i i like i like this idea of you know just these uh, these uh, kids who are ghosts and they have their little rules and they have a mystery but the mystery is also horror and it's not only horror it's uh, you know Thai horror and it's something different from what we normally see you know um, to me that sort of that puts a different spin on it that made it more fun to read especially with uh you know the what is it, the ghost doctor and the the different little types of ghosts that they uh all the kids are i thought it was really fun uh it's an interesting spin um it reminded me of the conversation we had with ram where it's just like yeah. these are the western ghosts and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. called them out uh yeah uh, these are the only ideas you could think of we have to go 100 um yeah there's there's a line that I thought, as soon as I read it, I thought exactly of that. Yeah, and and, and it's fun. It's uh, it feels a little um, uh, more mystical, which plays into the characters and plays into sort of the idea here. Mm. Um, I think there's potential here. Um, I just wasn't like immediately thrilled. I I'd probably come back for the art, uh, but I I need to be sold a bit more on the actual like narrative i'm gonna pass yeah there i'll pull i'll keep I, going i think i'm in for an issue two at least so far yeah yeah and um i've been talking with dan in the chat but i think i think you need uh like an english like british writer on this kind of thing because they're gonna bring in some of that cheeky humor um uh for me the like something like a size Spurrier or Kieran Gillen probably fit well into this kind of world. Uh, I feel like they've lived in in something thematic, similarly thematic to this. So, well, I you know, Pornstack is telling a story that's specific to for sure, you know, for sure, his culture and stuff like that. So, you know, 
Yeah, Dan Dan describes it as it it should feel like the Hardy Boys from a more adult horror perspective. I I felt that. Mm. So, so I was looking at Pornsack's uh, credits, and he was a Vertigo editor back during the time of like Sweet Tooth and Sea Guy and We Three and Unwritten. Interesting. Whoa. Huh. Swamp Thing as well. Huh. Yep, and then he did um. What was the horror book he did? Infidel. Um, Infidel. 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 Thank you. Aaron that, Campbell. Infidel is one of my favorite books. Um, and that is what took him to the next level. And then, of course, the good Asian. So he's super talented. This just wasn't my bag. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've historically liked what Pornsack does. Um, You guys like action comics. I thought it was fine. Well, not okay. you guys. Oh, um, you do. Okay. The listeners, though, you guys really like action comics because every time that action comics has been in the poll or that we've had the ability to vote and it was uh, it was out that week, you guys have chosen it. This is the third time in a row that we're reading action comics because of the listeners. So um, this is 1050. This is by a whole host of creators. The list of creators that are, uh, well, a lot of them are variant uh, variant covers, but we've got uh, Philip Kennedy Johnson, Tom Taylor, and Joshua Williamson credited for writing. Art by Mike Perkins, Clayton Henry, Nick Dragota. Colors by Frank Martin. Letters by Dave Sharp. Um, and then, of course, take your pick on the variants. <laughs> I love this comic book. I never thought that a Superman ongoing would be one of my favorite books of the year. This just knocks me off my feet every single time. I love it. Did you read the uh, last issue? I did not. I'm behind. It's uh, it's good. Um, I've 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 kept up. Uh, it's been a, it's been a fun time. He feels Superman feels like I swear to you like an anime protagonist that they go off of their will. They go, dude, dude, I, I read the last issue. That feels offensive uh, and, to me. <laughs> no, I, I swear to you, I read the last issue. I went into this. I'm like, he's just a, he's just an anime protagonist. Yeah, he can fight. Yeah, he can throw down. But he's going to talk to you first about, about it, about your feelings, about my feelings. And then if we still need to duke it out, fine. We'll throw hands. But otherwise, I don't need to resolve it that way. We don't have to. Are you saying it's like the original Shonen? And that's why, like, yeah, it's gone it feels backwards, like... and like My Hero Academia is a play on American shonen. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's good. I hate that I said those <laughs> words. <laughs> so this is what is kind of being used as a lead-in to the new status quo for Superman uh, in 2023. Um, Lex has, you know, done some crap some tech some tech crap to make everyone forget that clark kent is superman and that john clint john kent is superman as well um and you know who cares how like he uses manchester black who is a character that i literally just learned about this year um and kills him to get this machine to do what lex wants it to do uh, the reason why he does this, I actually felt was like so insanely flimsy. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. That rubbed me the wrong way. He does it because he does the fact that people think that Clark and John are human. Um, uh, I liked it. Yeah. Like, it, that, that just screams editorial needs a reason why yeah. Superman shouldn't have a... He should have a secret identity again. So let's just figure out why. Um, it felt I, lazy. I liked the idea of his identity going back in the bottle being sort of against his will. Uh, but it could have used more time in the oven. Yeah. I mean, I liked it because it, it, the whole thing is like Lex is like, I'm going to work with Superman. I'm going to make sure I know the world needs him. Um, but because he's Lex, it can never be a truly altruistic thing. There's always got to be a negative side to it. It's like, I want you to protect humanity, but you're not human, and I'm making sure they know you're not human. But I, I guess the thing for me is just like, you know, he, he shows off the this Superman super armor or whatever, and it doesn't like – like Lex is smart enough to know that this – isn't gonna play. Yeah, I yeah, it was yeah. A bit, yeah. Like, of hubris, though, it was like, yeah, Lex is always smart, but he's never smart enough to not get in his own way. He's like, oh, I got all this war world stuff now. I know you had trouble with I that. No, I'm good. All that is know. fine. Yeah, but what Kale is talking about is the costume. Like, okay, you psychically imprinted that people don't know who cl- that you know who Superman, who the Superman are. Fine. Tremendous. But what in what world would Clark ever put the costume on? Like, super, <laughs> like Lex knows that that would never happen. So why even bother going through that part? Like, yeah. that's just not what Fair. is going to happen here. Fair, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, in this page, Lex says, I'll give them the best version of Superman possible. My Superman. And it's like, I'm supposed to believe that Superman is going to go. Oh, yeah. Well, what a great idea. <laughs> Do you um, and he doesn't even like preface that with a threat, right? Like he just like there's nothing there's nothing about what he's saying that Superman just has to bow down and get with. Like he's just like, all right, yeah, you're gonna put this suit on now because I'm Lex and that's just what it is. What do you think that's of the not... Nick the Nick Dragota art in that particular uh, sequence? Okay, I'm glad I we're here. Don't I like that. It. No, no I come on, like I love one it. either. What no. it looks I, so interesting. I mean, it's I, literally anime Superman that Marco. Was yeah, talking. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's. Oh, it felt like anime Superman. I'm, I don't like, like I'm it. here for it. It's. I, I think the like art is bit. interesting in this. I don't. Know, I don't it's not a knock saying interesting. Dragota and I would even say Mike Perkins are not Superman artists. No, Mike Perkins. No, Perkins in particular, I've had issue with. Is Perkins in the front part? He's yes, in the, I um, believe so, right? The book one, specifically the Batman in 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 Superman scene. Um, oh, hated that. What? Yeah, it's it's super <laughs> realistic. It's like, oh, this is Henry Cavill. Um, Yo, but, it really was. Yeah. But, oh, like, it wasn't even that. I just thought it was such a drastic shift that it, it was, was just like, it was. man, it, it's it was not fun. <laughs> he's consistently because he, he's doing both the inks and the uh, pencils, which I don't think he did for Swamp Thing. Let me fact check that. But uh, for for this, it's just very heavy inks. And there are moments when you have just Lex and you just had um, Metallo in the previous issue or even in this, 
where that works that fits because that's yeah. his vibe that's his style he he has that down but when you're trying to draw superman with these uh just shadows on his body he doesn't it is he doesn't feel like he's like shiny he's not bright that feels very dissonant Are you sure that wasn't clayton henry no clayton henry is like the comic the he looks like a it would be a would be marvel artist kind of thing not the yeah. Jagoda stuff it's right right oh, in between make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the more clean yeah, traditional not, artist. Not sure. Yeah. Let's uh let's let's hit some of the comments right fast. Uh, Roboters asked, oh, they asked, uh, would you say this fits or should I say earns what Sandman is known for? That's in reference to the uh to the uh Sandman Deadpool book. Tigers, yeah. I could see it. I could see it. I don't think I don't think we're far enough in uh in into the dead boy detectives uh this particular story to really say for sure but i think the focus on the horror in this um in that in that issue serves it yeah roboters also says uh philip kennedy johnson has been really good on action superman the entire line looks to really bring superman back to the forefront yes i completely agree and then flo dameron uh, from last week uh, says this people to forget not the most unbelievable thing I don't say it's unbelievable that Lex that Lex's plan worked I just say it's lazy that that is the solution to Superman's uh, identity that the writers and editorial came up with it's literally the same way Matt Murdock got everyone to forget about him they found a telepath they hooked him up to a machine and wiped the earth with it right yeah. And it's like, how often have we not seen that? Yeah. And then when the person's told that, you know, Mac Murdoch's Daredevil, their brain gets a little fucky, you know? So, yo, that was messed up, man. Uh, when, when Perry, Perry like had yeah. a heart attack yeah. and stuff, that was, that was like, oh no. And I almost wish that that was the threat. I wish that Luthor yeah. had been yeah. like, look, if you don't bow down, I'll just make an announcement. I'll just let everybody know. And then everyone on earth will die. Like now he has Superman by the short hairs because that's not something that Superman can stop. Does but they Superman didn't... have short hairs? Yeah, of course. He's got long hairs. Good, fair. Yeah. He's got to be a little more careful with that heat vision when he shaves, but. True. Uh, but Doesn't was, did you guys read it as after the reveal, it looks like he's still going to go and reveal himself to the public anyway no how could he they'll die he saw what happened to per uh, perry not that he, perry died but like I, that whole scene with him and batman explains it like batman's like no this is better off stay this way which that explanation i loved this comic so i feel bad that i'm like <laughs> i loved it too this is my pick of the week i'm saying that all right yeah yeah this is mine as well yo that conversation i really wanted to just skip past it because i couldn't believe what the hell they were talking Batman's like, yeah, hey, this is better because now Lois Lane, she'll get the recognition that she deserves. And Superman's <laughs> like, you know what? You're right. That, oh, that okay. That's where I felt the editorial in it. It was like, <laughs> oh, we diminished Lois Lane as a character by making Clark Kent uh, Superman known to everyone. Let's fix that. Um, like that and has it cuts been to like, oh, years man, of I don't know Superman. How... And then when it cuts to like uh, Superman being like, oh, I don't know how my son's gonna feel about this. He goes to get a you know a coffee and the barista spells his name wrong and he's like hell yeah no one knows who I am. <laughs> uh, I thought that was a good little beat. 
Yeah, I I I don't know. I think I think there are better ways to accomplish what they were trying to, but despite that, everything that I love about the Superman run of late is here. Joshua yeah. Williamson is no slouch. I I like his voice for these characters and I do think that um I do think that him coming on board is a positive thing. Um Philip Kennedy Johnson, the fact that he'll still be here on these books and driving the ship. I love that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the future of Superman is is in good hands. It is, yep. and I, I'm happy. I'm really, really excited. Yeah, and, yeah. And we'll get Please a little get, uh, more of this. Just more of a wholesome anime protagonist Superman. And we'll get a little more um, traditional art too for Superman with Jamal Campbell. Right. Ooh, um, yes, that, please. That, that's a big. That's a big get. Uh, would you say this is something Lex will hold Superman's feet over the fire later on down the line? Again, I feel like that this would have been the issue for him to go. Uh, uh, uh you know what I have now that, that that could end all life on Earth. Yeah, you know, and I think they, I think they dropped the ball on that. Also, just out of curiosity, like. What are the long term? I know this is a dumb like comic fan question, but like, what are the long term implications of something like this? Like, what happens to the kids that are not yet alive, who will be born, go on the internet and see all the videos of you Superman? I what did I just say, Tyler? <laughs> what did I just right now say? You they can't they you, they they won't they won't recognize him. And it's not like they'll know who Clark Kent is anyway. Yeah, there's enough fake uh, fake news on the internet anyway. You can just push whatever. It's yeah. a meme. I love this. I love this comic. Uh, absolutely, pull it for sure. Yeah, well, super. We're in a. a, a I can't believe it, but we're in a, a an era with tremendous Superman comics. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel agree. about the uh, little tease at the end for the uh, the other action comic story with uh, um, ooh, what's uh, what's Black Superman's name? Oh boy! Is it a President Superman? Obama. <laughs> Calvin Ellis. Oh, yeah. Superman. It's Calvin Ellis. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I love. Um. Him, so. I thought it was fine. Yeah, it's fine. Not enough context. Not enough data. Just you know, good art. I, yep. I probably won't go out of my way for it. Until I, I haven't. It's good, but yeah, exactly. I haven't looked for John Kent too much in his uh, individual books, so I probably won't going forward. Did you guys see the promo in the back for the Lazarus Planet? Uh, Monkey Prince is like in two or two of their issues are part of the event. I'm trying to make yeah, that was pretty, not a thing. Uh, when the, when they made the announcement of of that, I was like, oh, Monkey Prince is on yeah. the promotional art. Okay, all right. Interesting. Gotta get your characters over somehow, some way. Time to Batman. That always works. Exactly. Um, yeah. So that is it for our reviews this week. Uh, but the show's not over because we still want to let you guys know the books that we're looking forward to next week. Th- these are the books that we're most forward to in the next year. January. Wow. Yeah. yeah. 2023. So, Tyler, why don't you take it away? Yeah, so uh, Sean wanted to check out X-Men Red number 10, I believe. Am I right on that? 
Yeah. Yep. I believe, I believe <laughs> it is. Um, yes. X-Men Red has been so, so good. This year, is. I fell in love with Al Ewing as a creator all over again. Mm. Um, Venom is phenomenal. <laughs> we only find them when they're dead is phenomenal. And X-Men Red has just not missed a beat. In some ways, it's been better than Immortal. Um, so I just can't wait to see where the story goes next. I, I'm I'm loving it. Good old Dick Ryder joins the team in this one too. So, yeah, his inclusion. That's I'm I'm interested in in how that's all going to play out. Um, and then three of us pick this next one. Scarlet Witch number one. Oh. I want to hear what your reasonings are. Oh, my reason's easy. Russell Dodderman covers like that's. I'm, very simple when it comes to that. Was he not doing interiors? Uh, I don't believe oh. he's doing interiors. Am I wrong on that? Mm, I'm, I, up right now. I'm not sure. I uh, uh, forgot I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Sarah Pacelli on interiors. That's why. There it's you Sarah go. Pacelli oh, interiors. Nice. Yeah. That's hype. Sarah Pacelli on interiors. I remember being excited about that. But also the, um, the premise actually kind of has me um she's running a mystical bookshop or some shit yeah and it's gonna be a different little adventure every issue all right marvel's on i'll give that a try exactly what it is i i want to read this and i'm excited for this for one well i was gonna say one reason but i guess technically two um darcy lewis is going to be a new ongoing character in the comics i'm very hyped she Ooh, will that. be making her debut in Scarlet Witch. I see. You technically, is? too. Got it. Darcy Lewis. Yep. Cat oh, Dennings. Cat Dennings. Um, honest question. Does Steve Orlando writing do anything for you guys? Oh, that's why I didn't pick it. No. Yeah. I swear. If I uh, see a fucking monster within the first two issues, I'm out. You will. You're going to. A kaiju. A yeah, big old kaiju. It's going to be the first thing. Obligatory. Um, Marco, your 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 number one fan is in the chat. Derpy five oh first uh, says there. Uh, I'm cry. There's an actual background for my boy. Nice posters. <laughs> Woo. Oh, Courtney Barnett too. You. Good choice. Courtney Barnett. Oh, dude, great great show. That's a good I'm poster. I'm so happy that Marco being accosted in chat for <laughs> no, having dude. bland that. Don't tell me no. That's literally what's been happening. I moved I moved desk. Remember I was facing this way? Marco, Marco, you have been accosted for not having a nice background. And you now put up art behind you. I'm, I'm, I'm on break. I finally have time. I cleaned up my apartment. That's big. Yeah, that's, dude. That's your reasoning. Yeah, I'm sticking to one got in your head. And you said, right. you know what? I have to put something back there because this curtain ain't cutting it. Right. Well, I want to pick up Fantastic Four, number three. Um, I'm liking this run so far. Uh, Insane Alex Ross covers. Uh, give me more of this. I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, and I love the Fantastic Four. So like, anytime I can have actual good Fantastic Four comics, I'm going to take it. Uh, and this one's been uh, being written by Ryan North with art by Iban Coelho. So, uh, Marco, Dark Knights of Steel number nine. Tom Taylor, uh, 
Dan Moore is going to be doing cover art for this one. And uh, the artist Yasmin Putri has been crushing it. Mm. Uh, this book is just fun. It's absolutely just fun. It's the it's Game of Thrones, but within the DC universe. And twists and turns. People die. I'm absolute blast. So please give me more of this. Please continue this because I don't want this to end. Yeah, it's good. Uh, and you also wanted to check out Joe Fixit, number one. Yeah. So, okay. Um, long-time listeners will know that I was on a, another podcast years ago. It was a Swamp Thing specific podcast. And then before that, another review one. My co-host at the time was a huge Hulk fan. Continues to be so. And so anytime there's a Hulk book, I'll at least pick up number one. But Joe Fixit was his favorite. He said it is by far the best Peter David stuff. It is the best Hulk stuff. And if I ever get the chance to pick it up, well, this is Joe Fixit number one, a new series by Peter David uh, with art from Coley Hammer, or at least doing the cover stuff. And then uh, Yildirey Sinar, I'm not familiar with, but just based off the cover, uh, some of the interior art that we got, I'm into it. I'm going to pick it up. Looks kind of fun. Yeah. It's goofy. And Cal uh, wants to check out Usagi Yojimbo Origins Volume Four. It wouldn't the be the beginning. Full color. Uh, bitch. What? Stole his thunder. <laughs> oh. Oh, know, did well, I? You gotta, I just you gotta cover. expect that with Tyler. <laughs> That's just what Tyler does. Go ahead, Cal. <laughs> Now I don't know if you froze. Oh, I, oh, think, I think he froze. froze. I think he froze. Ah. <laughs> oh, there you go. oh that's what, okay. That's what he's reacting to. You good? I no, don't think no. he can. Yeah, he can't hear us. He uh, so what's the book? What is the it's uh, Usagi, Usagi Origins in color? Five. All right, I got it. I got it. So uh, what more can I say about Usagi Ojimbo? Uh, <laughs> I've mentioned this, you know, countless times on the show. Um, it's it's just amazing. Uh, it's by Stan Sakai, who I love, and it features a rabbit with a sword. So what more could you ask for? Nothing. Uh, thanks, was that it? Was that? Yeah, that was good. That was good. That was good. Yeah. 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 Got it. Uh, Kale just looks either. <laughs> you guys can see the frozen <laughs> video of Kale. Oh, there he goes. There he goes. This sucks shit, bro. <laughs> I thought like, I pissed you off, and you like froze in like the most angry-looking face ever. <laughs> it's nuts. Uh, it's fine all week. I've been streaming on shit all day. What the fuck is going on? How dare you try to podcast? It's ridiculous. Uh, Usagi Ojimbo, Lone Goat, and Kid. Uh, it's a tremendous story. It's a uh, it's a riff on um, uh, 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 Lone Wolf and Cub. Oh. It's very good. It's very, very good. And the collection, uh, that's just a, a, a two uh, two part story, I think, but it, it, it within this volume, but it's a, a the, 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 the lone goat, goat and kid kind of travel through the story. Um, it's very good. Another one that I highly recommend. Damn, kill me. you might you might have sold me on that one. Uh, and this this is the uh, the new color editions that Stan Sakai is doing as well. So I didn't I didn't even know they were originally in black and white. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The only stuff I read is more recent, and it's always been in color. So 
yeah, those are our polls. All right. Uh, thank you uh-huh. guys so much for listening. We appreciate you. Make sure you come hang out with us on Saturday uh, live on Twitch and YouTube at 10, 15 a.m. Eastern because we are going to be doing our prediction show and the 2022 Pallies. It's going to be a blast. You don't want to miss finding out who won the 2022 predictions. Uh, I think that's going to be blast. And we're going to lay out our predictions for 2023, which will very likely include a question relevant to this podcast, which is, will Fantastic Four's delay be undone? Oh. So stay tuned for that. I guarantee you there's going to be some arguing. There's going to be some some drama, but it's going to be fun. Come hang out with us on Saturday. Uh, Watch this show live Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Hang out with us as we review comics. If you enjoy hearing us do that, we do it every single week. So don't miss out. Uh... Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash thecomicspals. We appreciate everybody who's on there. Um, And if you are curious about what we do on there, go give it a look. Go give it a look. Um, There's a lot of cool stuff there, including an exclusive show called Palling Around, which we put out a free episode of um, for the month of December as a Christmas gift. uh, Best non-comics of 2022. So everything we liked from 2022 that's not a comic book. Um, Our next book club is House and Powers of X. Check that out January 3rd. Guarantee you're going to like that. If you are uh, into that story or you are looking to find your into the X-Men, that is the best place to do it. And listening to us break it down is the best way for you to be introduced. So uh, stay tuned for that. For everything else, at the Comics Pals all over the place. Um, Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you. Until Saturday, take care, guys. And uh, Dan, I never give up hope. That's That's my superpower. See you on Saturday.